This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. So the South African Reserve Bank yesterday released a statement in which they cleared the president, Cyril Ramaphosa, of any wrongdoing uh, relating to the 2020 Palapala uh, farm robbery scandal. Um, The South African Reserve Bank's investigation, which was launched last year following allegations made by the former State Security Agency Director General Arthur Fraser, that a substantial amount of cash was stolen from the president's farmer during a robbery and complaints laid by various parties. The Reserve Bank uh, probed whether foreign exchange controls were broken by Mr. Ramaphosa since the cash stolen from um, his farm in Limpopo was in the form of U.S. dollars. Well, let's establish more exactly what happened here. And I'm joined on the line by Emil Mayberg, who's an uh, attorney um, specializing in financial law. Good morning to you, um, uh, Emil, and thank you very much for your time. I must apologize for keeping you waiting. Good morning. Good morning, PT. No worries at all. All right, let me just establish, what, what was that issue here? Because it seems to me there were some established uh, facts in as far as what happened at this farm that the, the president himself did not deny that there was money stolen from his house. What, what needed then to be established was whether these U.S. dollars that had been stolen had in fact been declared to the South African Reserve Bank in accordance with the exchange control laws and all of that. So if that was, uh, that was the case, then how did we come with this? How did the Reserve Bank come with this outcome? Well, that is a, an answer that I'm grappling to, uh, to come to. In South African exchange control regulations, it is illegal for anyone to hold foreign currency for a period of more than 30 days. Now, the Reserve Bank seems to have cleared our president on the basis that, uh, yes, he had foreign currency, but it wasn't illegal in his case because he was going to enter into a transaction for which the dollars would have been received, but that transaction never took place, uh, and therefore he, it wasn't illegal for him to keep the dollars. But that raises several questions. Uh, first of all, uh, the Reserve Bank is not making their findings public, so this is all shrouded in secrecy, and this is probably going to end up in a review application by, brought by one of the opposition parties. Uh, and also... For us mere mortals, you know, we're told that we have a strict obligation when we come back from overseas uh, to sell our dollars or euros back to our bank within 30 days. Now, what the precedent that this uh, Mm. creates for us is that next time one of us comes back from Europe or America and we don't sell our foreign currency back to uh, Mm. our bank, then we just say, well, look, the transaction was not perfected, plain and simple, and we can now keep our dollars. I'm not saying that is correct, but that is the impression that the Reserve Bank's treatment of our president is creating. 
Indeed. I mean, it seems like uh, you are creating a very bad precedent here through, um, you know, the use of uh, a jargon, language that people don't understand. I wonder whether this is a decision that can be challenged any further because, of course, the statement that was also released by the Reserve Bank was a bit sketchy in terms of, or was very thin on detail, you know. And uh, we've also been told that the report of the, inv- the investigation report will not be made public. And that does not help at all um, in building confidence and uh, understanding of what the decision that was taken was. Uh, most certainly. I've seen other legal experts uh, also complaining and saying that, you know, the justification for keeping the decision or for making the decision is so cryptic that it borders on incomprehensible. Um, and there's no justification given for keeping the report secret. Um, and considering what we've just gone through with our former president, uh, Jacob Zuma, you know, there seems to be um, a, a different treatment that is given to people in power uh, from us uh, ordinary people. You know, if, if I had kept $500,000 in my sofa, mm. I can't imagine how I would not have gone to prison uh, or at least have had to account to the authorities. Um, and also, what I find a bit ironic uh, at this time, you know, the, during the BRICS summit, we are here to talk about uh, uh, de-dollarization, to do trade in our own currencies. What example does it set mm. if our own president also shows a, a preference for dollars? Yeah, absolutely. It's a rather curious situation. I wonder, ordinarily, this type of uh, matter, I mean, because obviously we expect that a different standard would be applied when a head of state is involved in the sense that uh, it might well be a private matter, but we're talking about a head of state, so you expect a different standard to apply. But ordinarily, when there is such an investigation of an ordinary citizen, um, is, is it the kind of thing that would have to be made public or how would that be handled under, uh, under normal circumstances? It would definitely uh, be public, yes. Um, and, and I think the Reserve Bank is going to battle to justify keeping this a secret. If this is challenged in court, if somebody brings an application in terms of the Promotion of Access to Information Act or um, Access um, to, uh, Administrative Justice Act, uh, I think the Reserve Bank is going to battle to to keep the secret and i wouldn't be surprised if this ends up in court and if it did end up in court control rules what, what what are the possible penalties that does that constitute a, 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 from my understanding it would constitute a criminal act um what uh, what other recall and, and then what, what other consequences could they be is it a fine is it a term of imprisonment or what, what, what does the law provide for uh, it provides various penalties in, including imprisonment but the most likely is uh, the forfeiture of uh, the foreign currency in other words, you lose the money. Yeah. Okay, so whatever value that was, you would have to surrender to the Reserve Bank. That is correct, yes. All right. Okay. Thank you so much, uh, Emil, for coming on. I appreciate your time this morning. You're welcome. See you next time.
You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.